what can we do as a trail running community? First thing, learn, learn about climate change, climate issues, and how you can be more environmental friendly. Change your habits. Uh, ask yourself, what am I doing to, you know, have the least impact possible on the environment? Hi, hello, how are you doing? Welcome or welcome back to the Running Lawn podcast brought to you by Vertran. My name is Francesco and of course I'm your host. You've probably got to know me after almost 40 episodes of this podcast. I'm very excited um, to be carrying on with this project that I uh, we started back last year in October after the Golden Trail Series final. And, uh, you know, for me as an athlete, it's great to... Uh, just get a glimpse of what the media side of the, the sport looks like and uh, kind of contribute to the storytelling of our sport that I feel it's so important to expand and um, to bring this awesome sport to more people. So hopefully you'll feel inspired by the performances and the things that have been going on this month um, by many, many athletes many events, uh, great races. Um, so let's just get started. Um, and I hope you're, of course, I hope your training is going well. Um, I would like to keep this as a, you know, as a flux of uh, information and a stream of consciousness almost. So as I talk, I imagine you're maybe running in the mountains or doing an easy run or doing some strength and conditioning training or whatever. And I hope I can keep you some good company and maybe inspire you with some stories or news from athletes, from anything inside the trail running community that has caught my attention. So let's get started. Um, I think that July was a relatively more relaxed month compared to what we saw in June. Uh, in terms of races, it looked like uh, it was a big month of training for many, many athletes. Uh, of course, many elites are in the middle of their preparation for their summer goals and races, which are usually in the second part of the summer, so towards August. Um, and I'm talking about both the athletes that are maybe more oriented on the shorter distances and the ultra runners for whom the UTMB week represents the main goal of the year, usually. And the UTMB is uh, basically the last weekend of August, so... There is still almost one month to go and uh, we see all the athletes putting their final touches to the preparation and putting in massive long runs and maybe running on the course of UTMB. There is a lot of them. Uh, for example, I've seen athletes from the Adidas Terex team, uh, from Salomon team and many, many others who are doing the whole loop around Mont Blanc to check it out. Um, our 
boss, Moy, is also being running on parts of the course. So that, that is, of course, the most specific training you can do for a race like UTMB that is 170K, so a little over 100 miles for 30,000 feet of vert or 10,000 meters of elevation gain. And uh, also the, the Golden Tour Series calendar had a little pause for the month of July. Uh, it's coming back for August with Strandra Fjord Trail Race in Norway coming up this weekend, the first weekend of uh, August. And of course, the, the great classic, the Swiss legend Scherzinal that is on August 13th. So we also see a lot of athletes they're doing speed work, they're doing, um, um, you know, Sergenal is basically an uphill race because it's got 2,200 meters of elevation and just 800 meters of downhill. So you need to be very well prepared for steep uphill, like the first part of Sergenal. It's going to be very interesting because Killian is going back for, I think, a 14th time. Um, after his performance at Hard Rock, which we'll be covering here in a second. And to me, it's very interesting how he manages to recover and uh, train for such different events like Hard Rock, that is a 100-mile race, and Scherzinal, uh, which is less than 20 miles. So this dramatic versatility that he displays, I think, is one of the biggest strengths of Killian as an athlete and one of the things that always struck me. Um, of course, there's going to be many, many more competitors and it's going to be everything but trivial for him to win the race again. Um, of course, he's the course record holder, which has been held holding since uh, 2019, where he won the race in 2 hour 25. A legendary performance that um, I was lucky enough to witness. Um, but yeah, the competition will be really, really high and fierce, just like UTMB. So those two events are the ones that I'm looking forward to follow in the month of August. And also to run, because I will be in Serzinal, despite all my misadventures and physical problems. I feel that I really want to be there uh, even if my shape is not the greatest, I'm trying to regain confidence on the trails. And I feel like uh, not a mostly uphill race like Serzinal is um, a good one to kind of get back into the, into the game and um, hopefully, um, you know, I've also tried not to focus too much on the result, but on the journey that um, brings me to a performance or most importantly to an experience um, and learn from it and appreciate the moment and uh, just embrace for whatever it is good or bad or anything so looking forward to be there if you're running Serzinal please let me know shoot me a DM on Instagram and uh, we'll catch up so let's get back to our point that is, um, you know, covering the month of July in terms of races and things that have been going on uh, this month, this past month, sorry. The Mountain Running World Cup 
uh, was probably uh, the besides the UTMB series, of course, the series that have caught my attention. Um, it had three races in three different countries, Austria, France, and Italy, with the uh, Grossgagner Berglauf, uh, Monte Dunidagle in France, and uh, Giro di Monte in Italy. And uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. The um, World Mountain Running Cup ranking is also shaping up, with two Kenyan athletes leading both the men's and women's rankings. So that's a very interesting thing to, to note, I think. Um, also, what was going on this month? Um, Footprint, Footprints Running Camp is another very, very cool project to mention. It was, um, it was organized by our friend and uh, one of the latest podcast guest Dakota Jones uh, in the San Juan mountains of Colorado and basically footprints for those of you who don't know is an environmental camp that is focused to develop leaders in climate action so it combines trail running with learning and studying and exchanging ideas uh, with campers with mentors and the people coming from the outdoor industry um, to develop tools and knowledge in order to address um, environmental issues in the campers community. So I think this is a really cool project that uh, Vertran also supports and that we are actually trying to export over to Europe and uh, we are trying to organize the first Footprints running camp uh, in Europe in summer 2023. I'm working with uh, Hilary Gerardi, Pascal Egli, Kylian Journet, James Hu, and uh, Dakota himself, of course, to you know bring this project over here to Europe. And uh, it's something that you can already start following maybe on Instagram, on social media, on the website, and also supporting because um, the camp requires a lot of funding which comes from uh, donations and sponsors and uh, we will try to keep the entrance fee for the campers as low as possible and we're also giving out scholarships so that's another very cool thing about the project what, what i would like also to mention is that um, at least over here in europe um, for anyone who's been out in the mountains, in the nature, wherever, I think we've all seen the dramatic changes um, brought by climate change. Um, I think the month of July was one of the hottest ever. And uh, of course, it's important to distinguish among the weather and the temperatures and the climate, which are two different things. But it's a fact, uh, glaciers are melting. It's a very sad situation that many athletes have been reporting and uh, that I've seen myself uh, on many of my long runs and trips to the mountains. It's really sad because we were getting such little rain and um, you know, on top of Mont Blanc, it was recorded the highest temperature ever and that's almost 5,000 5, meters and it was 13 degrees Celsius. So crazy, 
it's a very sad situation that we should all think about and uh, try to take care as soon as possible. What can we do as a trail running community? First thing, learn, learn about climate change, climate issues, and how you can be more environmental friendly. Change your habits. Uh, ask yourself, what am I doing to, you know, have the least impact possible on the environment? Also, uh, get involved. There are, you know, different organizations that support uh, environmental projects, uh, organizations that fight for good causes, such as, for example, Footprints Earning Camp that I mentioned, Protect Our Winters, and um, many others, the Killing Journey Foundation, for example. Learn. Uh, first thing is always to be aware of the problem and, uh, you know, develop tools and knowledge in order to better understand and address the problem. And also vote. Uh, as always, I think your biggest power in a democracy like we pretty much all live in is uh, the possibility to vote and choose political leaders that have at the top of their programs the environmental theme and uh, an agenda that addresses uh, environmental problems that uh, wants to cut down the use of fossil fuels and uh, incentivize green energy, renewables, and uh, public transportation, and many, many other things that help reduce our impact on the planet that we all love and uh, that we should all stand for. Before getting into the racing scene, I would like to mention a few podcasts that I've listened to and that have caught my attention. The first one is a podcast by Rich Roll with Steve Magnus. It's called Do Hard Things, and it's great for a healthy mindset um, when you approach an endurance sport like, like trail running. I found so much good information inside, um, so I really suggest you listen to it. Also, uh, on the Free Trail podcast, there is a very interesting episode with uh, Julian Carr, who is uh, a former pro skier in the free ride board tour and is now the race director of uh, the Cirque series that is a series of uh, mountain short mountain races in uh, the United States um, this year the Cirque series is also going to Europe with a stage in Switzerland that is going to take place in September so a very interesting conversation about what it takes to organize uh, a series like that and uh, what it takes to be successful and um, and to stimulate the interest uh, in athletes, fans, sponsors, and more. Also, there was another interesting episode that I've listened to of the Single Track Podcast with the Adidas Terex team manager on what it takes to be, to, sorry, to build a professional trail running team. Uh, I think Adidas Terex is one of the teams that have been developing the sport on the pro level um, the most. We see that they're really trying to innovate and bring the, the sport to, to the next level. There are many, many athletes that uh, 
for me are a huge inspiration, such as, for example, um, Pablo Villa, Tom Evans, Ruth Croft, who has recently won Western States. So a great conversation if you are interested to know uh, what's behind the formation of a trail running team, what's their philosophy, what are the athletes to require, and why that is not a simple sponsorship, but it's more like a collaboration, a mutual collaboration between the Adidas Terex brand and the athletes. In our little running long podcast, we also had a few very interesting episodes. Um, the first one was a very popular one, a Q&A session with our two coaches, Max and Manu, about gear and nutrition. The second one was an interview with uh, Hannes Namberger, the winner and course record holder of uh, 2022 Lavaredo Ultra Trail. I really wanted to have him on the pod after uh, having the conversation with uh, Mimi Kotka, the woman's winner of Lavaredo this year. And uh, there is really a lot of valuable information and inspiration inside that podcast, uh, especially, uh, for example, just an example, how Hannes was dealing with uh, COVID just six weeks from uh, his uh, one of his main goals of the season, how he managed to recover and uh, be patient and stay tranquil, and then just crush it at Lavaredo. And the third episode was um, another great one with uh, Dakota Jones, who was coming from a third place finish at Hard Rock, and he was about to start his uh, week in the San Juan Mountains with the Footprints Running Camp. So it's basically a discussion uh, on the state of the sport, on footprints, on his experience at Hard Rock, on uh, his new projects with uh, Normal, the brand that uh, Kylian Journet founded this year. So uh, lots of cool things inside that as well. Let's get to some Vertran news. So we have rebranded and restructured a few training plans, um, especially a couple of them. One that is designed for a 50K distance and it's called train for a 50K while living in a city. And another one that is similar, but it's more focused on the 50 mile distance that is called train for an ultra marathon while living in a city and is uh, written by Ruth Croft. Um, she actually used to live in Taiwan, so she really knows how to train uh, while living in a city and maybe not having access to the trails every day. Basically, the ideas behind these training plans is that you don't need to go on the trails every day. You don't need to get in a massive elevation gain every day. Uh, you can still be a great and successful trail runner even if the, you know, your possibility to go to the trails is limited and uh, maybe it's just on the weekends, maybe it's once a month or whatever. So the focus is really on speed and road workouts and of course on strength and conditioning and uh, also jumps to get ready for the technicalities and the ups and downs that you're going to find in a trail race. Also, we've added a filter to make finding your perfect training plan even easier so you can try uh, if you're looking for a training plan of course reach out to your coach but also you can check out 
the Vertron website and uh, find the perfect terrain plan for your next goal. And finally, I would like to mention that uh, since August is UTMB month, we have uh, a few training plans, actually four training plans that were designed by former UTMB or CCC or TDS winners. Pokapel, Ruthcroft, Tom Evans and Hilary Allen have all been on the podium of uh, either UTMB, CCC or TDS. So check out their, those plans. They really work. Those athletes are incredible. And uh, inside these plans, they really share their training philosophy and what they actually do for their preparation. I particularly like uh, Ruthcroft 50K training plan that is called uh, uh, Break Your 50K PR and also Tom Evans uh, run 100K like Tom Evans. That is very, very much my style of uh, preparation. So we finally got to the results of the month. I'll try to be short and uh, interesting, hopefully. Um, starting from the first weekend of July, there was Whiteface Sky Race in Wilmington, New York, that served as the USAFTF Mountain Running Championship and a qualifier for the World Mountain and Trail Running Championship in Thailand in November. In the men, there was a surprise because Andy Walker won the race and um, got a ticket uh, to Thailand with Ellie Hemming second, um, just a few seconds behind Andy and Morgan Elliott in third place. Among the women, it was Tabor Hemming, um, actually uh, Ellie Hemming's sister, who won the women's senior race in one hour 25. One minute back was Rachel Tomajic. Um They both earned tickets to go to Thailand, and third place was Sofia Lakuli. On the same weekend, there was also a very important competition here in Europe, uh, the European Mountain and Trail Running Champs, with uh, basically three distances, because there was the uphill race on the Friday that was won by Cesare Maestri from Italy and uh, Maud Matisse from Switzerland. Uh, the trail race on Saturday, which was won by Maximilien Drion du Chapois from Belgium in uh, 3 hours 43 for a 48k course with 2,500 elevation gain. And among the women, it was won by Blondine Lirondel. And on the Sunday, the up and down 18 kilometer course, which was won by the French runner Sylvain Cachard ahead of uh, Cesare Maestri who earned the, the silver medal. And again, Maud Matisse in the, from Switzerland, sorry, who came back from the uphill race to win a double gold. I also would like to mention, um, because he's an author that I always follow and I really like, um, Peter Engdahl won the Zermatt Marathon in uh, 3 hour 05. Petter is uh, an Adidas Terex athlete, is uh, from Sweden, but lives in Norway. He's currently training for CCC. So uh, during his preparation for his main goal of the summer, he won uh, the great Zermatt Marathon that is basically an only up race 
starting starting from the valley and going up until the slopes of the Matterhorn. Ivana Yutzia from Italy was the woman's winner. Another race that I really like to follow, there was a very cool live coverage and um, I've just seen many, many athletes sharing lots of cool videos and pictures from uh, from the race. It was held on the 4th of July, so Independence Day for the United States, and it's only 5K, um, but it's such an iconic and uh, peculiar race. I'm talking about Mount Marathon Race in Seward, Alaska, where Max King and Ellie McLaughlin won the race 94th edition. Max King finished in 43 minutes 37, that is two seconds better than his own 2019 winning time, and Ali McLaughlin set a new course record. The previous record was held by Emily Fosberg, and I think it was from 2017. If you, know, if you want to hear the whole story, there is a very cool episode of the Free Trail podcast with uh, Dylan Bowman and uh, Ali McLaughlin chatting together. I found it very, very interesting and fun. Um, but huge performance by Ali and kudos to both her and Max for the great performance. Let's get to the second weekend of July with the Loon Mountain Race in New Hampshire, United States, which rounded up the US team that uh, is going to contest um, both, of course, the up and down race and the vertical race at November's World Mountain and Trail Running Championship in Thailand. So the uphill race was won by Joe Gray among the men's. Uh, it's probably, I don't know, like the 12th times that Joe makes the team. Um, is the current World Mountain Running Champion because the last edition of the World Mountain Running Championship were held in Patagonia in 2019, before, just before the pandemic. So he's the in-charge champion. And uh, among the women, it was Lauren Gregory who won the race. Um, she's very new to the trail running scene. Uh, she comes from a very, very good college track and field background. She has uh, like an 853 PR on the 3,000 3, meters, um, like 15 something in the 5k so very very fast runner and those two names confirm their spots for the US team that is going to Thailand. The first stage of the World Mountain Running Cup for the month of July was held uh, as, as I mentioned in Austria at Berglauf in Heilingenblut. In the women's race it was Joyce Njeru who made it two in a row taking the women's crown in 1 hour 25 three minutes ahead of Lucy Murigi from Kenya and Adela Stranska from Czech Republic. In the men's, it was Patrick Kipungeno, who was also the winner of the first stage of the World Mountain Running Cup um, in Portugal back in June, who topped out first in one hour, eight minutes, uh, ahead of his teammate from Run Together, that is a, uh, basically an Austrian-based uh, team um, Philemon Kiriago and third was Petro Mamu from Eritrea for an all-African podium sweep. 
The same weekend was uh, a race part of the UTMB series that is Valderan by UTM UTMB in the Spanish Pyrenees. Um, there were a lot of famous elite athletes racing. In the 100 milers, it was Amandine Genouve from, from France and Germain Granger who won um, their respective races in 30 hours, 17 minutes and 23 hours, 24 minutes. In the 105K, it was Caddy Scheid from USA taking the crown in 13 hours and 6 minutes. And uh, from the man, it was Andreo Simon in uh, 11 hour 48 minutes. While for the 55K trail race, Mighty Mahora from Spain was eight minutes ahead of Emily Schmitz from uh, USA. And uh, in the men's race, it was Yang Kiao Jung ahead of Ionel Manol from Romania who gapped everyone else. On the same weekend, it's probably um, you know a circuit that we don't cover as much as, uh, for example, the Golden Tour Series, the UTMB World Series, or the World Mountain Running Cup. Um, there is also the Spartan Trail World Champs. That is a series of races, um, basically kind of spread out all over the world. But I would like to mention this race because... Um, the Mont Blanc Marathon winner and third place runner at the Tsugama Marathon, Sarah Alonso, dominated the 30K with a two-hour 17 performance, 13 minutes ahead of Australian runners Simon Brick and Patricia McKibben. In the men's race, it was her compatriot Antonio Martinez who won a tight race in two-hour three, ahead of uh, Aidan Hobbs and Brody Nankervis, both from Australia. The third weekend of uh, July, there was uh, another stage of the World Mountain Running Cup in France at Monte du Nidegle, where I was back racing after my surgery, after you know my second uh, fracture at my left elbow that I had uh, during the month of June. So it was about a month since the accident and uh, I was so glad to be back racing, to be back uh, in the game. Of course, the shape was not the greatest, but I was just grateful to be there. I was able to grab a 13th place finish in a very competitive field uh, because Patrick Kipngeno again crushed it. He absolutely crushed it with an incredible record in one hour 38 minutes. That is almost six minutes better than the old course record that was set last year by the Italian runner Xavier Chevrier. Second place was uh, again his teammate from Run Together, Philemon Kiriago, and third place Theodore Klein from France. In the women's race, um, Joins Jero, similarly to Patrick, has been unbeatable in this year one month World Mountain Running Cup, and she also broke the old course record by nearly six minutes. Joyce won in two hours flat ahead of uh, Blandine Lirondel from France, who also went under the old course record with a second place in two hours and two minutes. And third place was Camilla Magliano from France. 
Another race that of course attracted my attention was the Dolomites Run in Canazzei, Italy. This year, uh, the very popular Sky Race was not part of the Golden Tour series anymore as it was uh, over the last, I think, four or five years. But nonetheless, the competition was really good. Davide Magnini, the Italian runner for the Salomon team, won uh, 20 seconds ahead of Petro Mamu. And uh, he also went really, really close to Kylian Journet course record that stands at 2 hour 00 and 11 seconds. With uh, Petro um, from Eritrea running for Team Scarpa, just 20 seconds behind. And uh, third place was Stian Angermund from Norway, who won last year race. And uh, he had a clean sheet on the 2019 Golden Tour Series with three wins at the Mont Blanc Marathon, Ola de Nuria, and Dolomites Run. In the women's race, it was our friend and uh, podcast guest, Martina Valmasoy, who is an athlete, a photographer, a community manager for Team Salomon, and so many, many things. I don't know how she manages to do all that. Who won the race in uh, two hours and 39 minutes? Uh, of course, I should note that uh, that's almost 21 minutes slower than the course record by Judith Wieder that was set in 2019. But nonetheless, it was really cool to see her at the top of the podium ahead of um, uh, Stephanie Kroll, that is a ski mountaineer from, Af from Austria, and uh, Cecilia Basso from Italy. The same weekend was probably the biggest uh, or at least most famous competition for the ultra world that was Hard Rock 100 Miles Endurance Run in Silverton, Colorado, where the race favorite Kian Journet managed to win with a new course record in uh, 21 hour 36. Uh, in doing so, he beat Francois Dayen overall course record from uh, one year ago. Dahan himself was second in 21 hours, 51 minutes, and Dakota finished third place in 23 hours and uh, 6 minutes. It was, uh, it was just great to see the three of them running together the first part of the race, and then Dakota tried to pull away from uh, Killian and Francois, then he was caught, and eventually it was Killian who dominated uh, in the last few miles of the race. Dakota told us that uh, in the last 10 miles of the race, he was paced by Kyle Skaggs, who is basically the reason why he got involved in trail and ultra running um, after witnessing his historic, legendary performance at Hard Rock in 2008. If you don't know the story, uh, you should Google Kyle Skagg, uh Hard Rock 100 miles, and you will find it probably on Iron 4 or just listen to the podcast that we recorded together. Anyway, uh, among the women's, it was Cornelia Walter, who was out front all day. And um, after, you know, she dropped out last year, she won in 26 hours, 44 minutes, beating the overall course record that has stood since 2009. So another legendary performance by the... Colorado crazy girl who has now won 
Western States, UTMB, and Hard Rock. And I think she's the only athlete to have ever done so. In second place, it was Stephanie Case from Canada in uh, 33 hours, 52 minutes. So that's over seven hours from Carney. And uh, Hannah Green was in third in 34 hours, 26 minutes. The Zugspitz Ultra Trail in Garmisch-Partenkirchen, Germany, is uh, probably the biggest trail running event uh, in uh, southern Germany on uh, the German Alps. And uh, again, Per Engdahl um, won the Super Trail 68k race after his win at Zermatt Marathon. Um, he won in uh, six hours and one minute. For the woman, it was Lisa Mel from Germany, the winner in 8 hours 31 minutes. And uh, in the shorter 50k distance, there was Robbie Simpson from United Kingdom and Tony McCann from South Africa, who won uh, their respective events. Um, they're both runners for the Adidas Terex team, so great to see Robbie, Patter, Tony and Lisa pulling out really, really good performances. Um, I think it was also interesting to note a couple of performances at uh, the Track and Field World Championship Marathon in uh, Eugene, Oregon. They, of course, caught my attention because there was such a great competition and so many great, great runners and for me, role models who competed. But anyway, um, Fred Musobo from Uganda ran the marathon. He is the 2015 World Monitoring Champion. And uh, in the marathon race in Eugene, he was uh, 40th in 2 hours 13 minutes. There was also... David Nilsson from Sweden, who is uh, Eden Nilsson's brother, and uh, we've also seen him in a few mountain races, for example, last year's Sierzinal, but unfortunately, he did not finish. Finally, the Bar Trail mountain race in Manitou Springs, uh, Colorado, it basically follows uh, part of the course of the famous Pikes Peak Marathon and uh, this year's race was won by Jeff Cunho and Cristina Mascarenas in uh, 1 hour 40 minutes and 1 hour 54 minutes respectively. Finally we've got to the last weekend of July uh, where the main, the biggest, the most covered event was uh, Speedgoat Mountain Races by UTMB at Snowbird Resort, Utah. The 50k was uh, won by Eddie Bracey, who topped the women's field in 6 hours and 19 minutes. Um, she's training towards August Latville 100 miles, so a very impressive display of fitness by Eddie. She was in front of Jennifer Lichter and Lindsay McDonald, who was third uh, in 6 hours 55 minutes. After taking the wins in uh, 2018 and 2021, David Sinclair 
came back and regained the top spot. He's already won uh, Broken Arrow 52k this year. He's been second at Canyon's 100k behind Adam Peterman. And uh, he won Speed Got in 5 hour 9 minute. That is the fourth best time ever and 9 minutes faster than David Sinclair's PR from last year. Chasing behind, there were Eric Sorensen and Michelino Sanseri, who were respectively second and third in 5 hour 15 and 5 hour 16, only 28 seconds apart. In the 28k trail race, the newly crowned US mountain running champion Tabor Hemming won the women's race in 3 hour 27, 1 minute ahead of Hilary Allen, and 7 minutes better than Robin Lash, who was third. It was very interesting for me to note how the 2020 Olympic marathon bronze medalist Molly Saddle uh, competed in this race. She finished 8th in uh, 4 hour 13. So um, I don't know if Molly is planning to do any more mountain races. She's actually coming back from an injury which prevented her from competing uh, at the World Championship Marathon in Oregon. So I'm just curious to, to see what she will be doing in the future. She has publicly shared that she would like to approach trail running and who knows maybe a few years uh, after her marathon career she will we will see her competing more often in trail running that would be really cool in the men's race zane field uh took the win in three hour and three minutes chased by timberlin henderson and leon hammonds The Schleigeist 3000 meter sky race in Zillatar, Austria was part of this year's Sky Running World Series and it had a 34k course with 2400 meters of elevation gain. In the women's race it was Lindsay Webster from Canada who is an obstacle course athlete who finished ahead of everyone in 4 hour 38. Second place was Sena Elcott from Sweden and third was uh, probably her sister Lena Elcott, also from Sweden. In the men's race, Martin Antematten, who is also a Skimo athlete, won ahead of uh, Luka Kovacic from Slovenia. Martin finished in 3 hour 55, uh, that is 65 seconds better than uh, Luka while third and fourth place finish were Hector Haynes from Sweden and uh, Pere Aurel from Spain, also under the four-hour mark. Finally, we've got to the last weekend uh, of July. So the races that will hel were held on the 30th and 31st of July. Another race that is part of the Skyrunning World Series was Skyrace Coma Pedrosa in Arnisal, Andorra, with a 24k course and 2,400 meters of elevation gain. In the men's race, it was Damien Humbert from Spain, from France, sorry, who picked up his second World Series win of the year, ahead of Martin Lazzaro and uh, Nico Molina, both from Spain. 
Lindsay Weber repeated herself. Um, she won for the second time in two weeks and was well clear ahead of anyone else in the field. With the uh, second place finish on Ditz Iturbe from Spain and uh, Iris Pisei from France. There was a big weekend of racing also in Italy on the last weekend of July uh, with Girdimont and the Girdimont Uphill. Girdimont is a classic 32k race with 2,400 meters of elevation gain that has been part of the Monte Running World Cup, this kind of running World Series. It's really a race that has made the history of the sport. We've seen Killian winning many times with some great battles with uh, Marco De Gasperi, with uh, Ricardo Mejia, who's also won the race. It's just a big, big Italian classic. And it's, it's a grueling race because it's, it's really steep. It's got a lot of elevation for a relatively short distance. And the terrain is just uh, always, always very steep. But let's start from Saturday, because on Saturday there was the Girdimont uphill, uh, an uphill race with uh, 9K for 1,000 meters of elevation gain, with a super, super steep finish uh, and one kilometer, like basically the last kilometer over 30% grade. In the men's race, it was a clear win for Patrick Kimgeno, who has a clean sheet in this year's uh, Wortman Running Cup. He's, he has won basically his fourth World Cup race of the year in uh, 46 minutes and 12 seconds. Second place again was uh, his teammate Filmon Kiriago, and third place from France, Sylvain Cachard. The top 10 was really competitive with some athletes like Zakana, Cesare Maestri and uh, Henri Aymono. In the women's race, it was Joins Njeru, uh, last year's World Mountain Running Cup winner, who managed to hold off Andrea Meyer from Austria, one of the best specialists uh, of uphill races in the world. She is a six-time World Mountain Running Champion. She is a an Olympian in the marathon. She competed in Rio. She clocked 55 minutes and 7 seconds, which was a mere 18 seconds from uh, Joyce Njeru. And third place from Romania was Madalina Florea, who also did really, really well at the European Championship. On Sunday, the classic 32K Girdimont uh, was won by Petro Mamu from Eritrea, ahead of Christian Minoggio and uh, Mattia Gianola. And in the women's race, it was a very close finish with uh, Elisa Desco, just 44 seconds in front of Lucy Morigi and uh, Hilary Gerardi in third place from the United States. I think it is really cool to mention one final result by the 2017 World Mountain Running Champion Victor Kiplangat from Uganda, who won the marathon at the Commonwealth Games on Sunday in Birmingham. This was my final news. I hope that uh, you have found this episode interesting. 
please stay tuned stay updated with bird uh have fun train smart and uh yeah good luck for all your races and projects in july make the most bye